The ability to speak does not make you intelligent. Force, of course, you're not so bite-sized Star Wars podcast. I am your host, Ted, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Andrew and Lauren. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Going swimmingly. I was hoping we would just both stay quiet. <laughs> sorry. Because that's how podcasts work. <laughs> this is episode 65. We will be recapping episodes 9 and 10 of Andor, or are they chapters? Is it chapter or episode, or does it even say? I don't think it says. Okay. But we will be uh, recapping the last two episodes of Andor. Um, as this show is released, episode 11 will also be out there, but we will not have had time to really take it in. Mm. That's what she said. Oh, my God. Before we get into any of the Star Wars stuff, there is family news. Um, Lauren, you have an announcement. I do. And that announcement is? all of you that care, I'm getting a new job. Yes. So maybe we don't put the company name out there, but what job are you going to be doing? Um, I, oh, I'll basically be like reading medical contracts and setting up billing and stuff for them. I can't give you a full description because i don't know until i do it it's <laughs> classified it's classified <laughs> it sounds ridiculously boring uh yeah kind of <laughs> but i've always wanted to go into like medical field stuff so i think it's a step in what okay. i want to do with life okay cool and i was kidding about the boring thing i think actually uh that yeah. might be something you enjoy yeah you feel bad about it now no okay. no i regret you should. nothing okay no regrets Good, thank you no regrets. So that makes uh, the third person in the family that works for this company. <laughs> Your mother works there. Andrew works there in a different section. Uh, I do not. I think I'm going to stay at the airport. It's kind of nice being king of the airport. Yeah. Yeah. If I had a choice, I would have tried to go to the airport because I think it sounds fun. But you can't hire me because I'm your daughter. Nepotism. You yeah. I, I looked into that with Andrew and couldn't make it happen. So. Sucks. I want to be jester of the airport. Just, airport jester. I want to hold the lights and just point planes in all kinds of different directions. Nice. Yeah, you can't that be won't there. cause nope. any problems. Oh, okay. You can't be there. That is, uh, they frown on that shit right now. They yeah. won't be able to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they have ways. I don't want to get into it, but there are ways that they would make that stop. Okay. Uh, so, like I said, we will be digging into Andor. Uh, we have a what's up with that guy. If And if there's time, we might do a what if. Is that correct? Or more. Or more. Yeah, we might do more than one at what if, Ooh. if there's time. Uh, that's a fairly new segment for us, um, which is kind of cool and exciting. But before we can do any of that, you know we have to look into the Force of Course News of the Week. Don't. <laughs> Thank you. 
the highly anticipated series The Acolyte for Disney Plus has announced its casting. And I have to say, there are a lot of names in this cast that I do not know. Amanda Stenberg is uh, cast in the lead role, but we also have Daphne Keene, who played Weapon 11 in Logan, Lee Jung-jae, who is in Squid Games, which I did not watch, but I've heard good things about. We also have Manny Jacinto, who I am unaware of, Carrie-Anne Moss, who played Trinity in the Matrix movies, and hopefully the last Matrix movie is no indication of the performance she will be turning out in this role, Jodie Turner-Smith, I do not know, Charlie Barnett, I do not know, and Dean Charles Chapman, I do not know. Normally, I'd be a little concerned when I heard that a series that I had high hopes for was turning out a cast of people that I did not know. But I think for Star Wars, that may actually work out in our favor. And this concludes The Force, of course, News of the Week. Okay, so this episode is going to be Predominantly dedicated to recapping episodes 9 and 10 of Andor. Um, holy moly. I'm just I'm so excited about this. <laughs> Let's do the uh, what's up with that guy first, yeah. though. And then we'll maybe go to break and then we'll come back and we'll do Andor. I like it. Okay. So, uh, Lauren, you have the idea for the what's up with that yes. guy for this week? So, I am no help with Andor. So my only portion in this episode will be the what's up with that guy. And then after that, you're just going to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up and no, sit in you're the not corner. Gonna, no, stop it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so I do have a what's up with that guy. Okay. Um, I have been wanting this one to be done for a while. Oh. But there was a selfish part of me that I was like, no, I want to do it. <laughs> okay. So my what's up with that guy is Salacious B. Crumb. <gasps> Do you know who that is? I know who oh, that is. You do. Do yes. I know I want, who I know, that I know is? You, listen, hold on. Chill. Okay. I know that you know. You I think Andrew know if, knew? Well, I know who it is. Not everyone knows his name. Okay. Uh, this segment is going to make Jason from the Smugglers of Galaxy podcast probably very happy because I think that's his favorite character Hi, in Star Jason. Wars. <laughs> okay. So it's Salacious B. Crumb. For those of you who don't know, he was that monkey lizard thing in Return of the Jedi that sat next to Jabba the Hutt. He's correct. kind of the jester, I would yeah. say. Yeah, that's correct. Um, so he's actually a Kowokian. Kowokian is how I always said it. Um, he's literally a Kowokian monkey lizard. Yep. That's the species. Fitting. Pretty cool. Pretty Fitting. Cool. Um, he comes from Kowok, the planet. Look at that. Surprise. Um, so basically the species, they don't have any moral code. They have no loyalties. They have no morals whatsoever. Like, I mean, they are the worst. So they're just out there giving zero fucks. Uh, Yeah, literally. They give no fucks whatsoever. I kind of like that. Um, They actually, so his laugh that he does in Return of the Jedi, terrible. Oh my God. I hate it. Insert soundbite here. They actually use that to scare off predators. (laughs) Does that work? Would that scare you off? If a little Ahsoka made that noise, that tiger would have ran away. (laughs) Jedi. Good point, right? Jedi. <laughs> um, so yeah, they use that laugh to scare off predators. Okay. But at first when you see him, you're like, oh my God, little monkey shit. Like he's not going to do anything. Don't judge them by their size. Okay. They're, vis- they're vicious as shit. So he actually tore out C-3PO's, C-3PO's eye. eye. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, he's a little piece of shit. But Aww. basically his background. <laughs> That's mean. We don't really understand or like get to the point where we know why he's next to Jabba, but they do have a pact. 
So as long as Crumb can make Jabba laugh once a day, he's allowed to eat, sleep, and drink there, and Jabba won't kill him. That how, seems fair. I mean, I mean, it's a pretty good deal, I guess, but how would Jabba kill him? Like, I feel like he's so much faster than Jabba. Like, I mean... Just have him kill. I was going to say, oh, yeah, okay. Jabba doesn't okay. have to kill him. How many it's, bounty hunters... It's, come on. Do Maybe I'm jumping the gun here. Do we know why they had to enter into this pact? No, I couldn't find anything on how he got to that point, Okay, but this pact has been made. So maybe that's another Tales of the... Salacious B. Crumb. Salacious B. Crumb. Um, Before... I don't mean to interrupt, but no. I thought about saying this in last week's episode when we were talking about Tales of the Jedi, and I mentioned Tales of the Bounty Hunter. This was a, a series of, I believe, Del Rey books. It, was, uh, it wasn't Tales of the Jedi. It was Tales of the Bounty Hunter, Tales of the Moss Eisley Cantina, and Tales of Jabba's Palace. We've talked tell, about it before. Yeah. It was a bunch of different short stories. So mm-hmm. that could be another interesting little yeah. animated series. A little small thing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I have on his actual character. But I do have some behind-the-scenes stuff about the puppet as well. So he was worked by Tim Rose back in Return of the Jedi, who also worked Admiral Akbar. We met him. Were you you both with me? We did. Well, we said hello. I don't... It wasn't like we... Like, there was no one in his line at Cincy Comic Expo. I feel like no one ever goes into, like, the puppeteers lines for them. And, yeah. like, they do a lot of hard work in series like Star Wars and right. stuff. So, And he was an older man. And there, it was a, either there was no one in his line or there was very few people. And we walked by and made eye contact. And I was like, hey. And he was like, hello. Aww. The end. Okay. Well, next time we need to make sure we go in those lines and, like, say hi to <laughs> them. Because I feel Fair bad. Enough. It um, wasn't like Lando when I was just an idiot. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he was worked by Tim Rose, but he was actually voiced by Mark Dodson, okay. who did the Ewoks yeah. in the Battle for Endor. Yeah. And he also did the voices for the Gremlins. Oh. Very fitting for Salacious B. Crumb. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, there is a story behind the name for Salacious B. Crumb. Good. I would like to hear this. So George Lucas, um, they went out drinking during... I'm guessing the writing of Return of the Jedi or sometime around this era where they were coming out with these stories. He went out drinking with the comic artist Robert Crumb. And they got so drunk that they were walking home one night and Robert, you know, bent down and he goes, I need to tie my salacious, his shoelaces. Huh. So <laughs> he... truth to this? Um, this is what I found on Wikipedia, which I love that website. Okay. So, yeah, he named him salacious and then be crumb for, for robert Bob crumb. crumb yep interesting i wonder how true that is i don't know but i liked it so i added it and that is my what's up with that guy okay what's up with that guy salacious crumb very cool thank you mm-hmm. okay so we still have some time on the clock before we go into andor and before we go to break Andrew, do you have a uh, what if, a Star Wars what if loaded and ready to go that maybe we can uh, get into real quick? I have many what ifs. Well, I said one. Okay. <laughs> so pick one and let's uh, watch it be one that's so like so deep. We, we talked about it for, for an hour. hour. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so during Return of the Jedi, yeah. the rebels, Han, Leia, Luke... C-3PO, R2, and Chewbacca, yeah. they they steal an Imperial craft yeah. to get past the Empire onto Endor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They land and are then trapped in a net by Ewoks. Correct. Yes. What if okay. 
they were all eaten. Uh, I think you see a bunch of Ewoks um, with like barbecue sauce on their chins and then (laughs) directed by George Lucas. Oh, oh my God. That's the ending. We don't even get like the Empire wins or anything. I mean, how at that point the Empire does win. Yeah. Like there's I'm sorry, but the rest of the rebels are not any help they're not gonna do anything so you're saying there there's no no survivors no (laughs) so okay (laughs) dark hold on hold on no survivors like they also ate c3po well they were just destroyed okay cool well they i say they eat them okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean the empire wins like so i guess the question after that is like what does that look like vader is then forced to serve palpatine for the rest of his life. And then oh everything is true. Well, yeah. maybe not for the rest of his life. Hold on. Or until he finds someone else. And, well, there's there's not going to be a Kylo Ren. Because no one no one has babies. Well, not if you're dead. It's kind of mm. difficult. Yeah, there's no sequel era, I guess. Um, I mean, for- does Palpatine at that point even need to clone himself so that there is a Ray Palpatine? No. Probably not. Oh my god, does this fix our sequels problem? It could. Worth it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, that's dark. I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, at that point, it's roll credits time. You see a bunch of Ewoks with barbecue sauce on their chins directed by George Lucas. <laughs> we need a drawing. And you... <laughs> And you get, after that, you get uh, the Mandalorian, and it's a much darker time. Yeah. Like, the Empire is fully in control. I'd like to see Luke, Leia, Han, they all get eaten, and then Vader realizes his kids were killed. Yeah. Uh, Well, first, he just, he goes through the Ewoks like he did the Tusken Raiders. Oh. And then... Uh, Like in uh, the Force Unleashed, that extra downloadable yeah level where you stop was that a level on yeah and you're just <gasps> wiping out <laughs> oh, shit. and then he goes out and finds ahsoka and they together defeat palpatine oh that would be his return to the light you side went sympathetic okay yeah. interesting i was thinking about what if they skin chewy and what would that look like oh because they're I don't... not gonna eat him with the hair on yeah, no they would i went a darker road terrible if they right. cook him like that right burnt hair yeah. gross i like those that, savages so <laughs> in return of the jedi i can see why c3po was kind of seen as like a, a deity but wouldn't they see chewbacca and be like oh my god he's the biggest ewok we've ever seen <laughs> they see him and they're like dad <laughs> right right i i always wondered like why did they not kind of uh i don't know why was there no kinship with chewbacca i don't know weird so yeah they just eat them all i think they eat the droids too they're like the star wars universe rendition of billy goats they just eat it all they don't care <clears throat> there's nothing left that's dark that was a good what if thank you Andrew. That was cool. yeah that was a good start to the segment yeah what if star wars what if with andrew okay awesome on that note let's uh take a break when we come back we will recap episodes nine and ten of andor you're not gonna want to miss it stick around Ship on radar. I'm going to destroy him. Ships and action figures sold separately. Batteries not included. 
Turret of 40 degrees. Death Star, get ahead! The shield's still up! Loki lasers. Empire ambush! I'm going for a solar panels. Use the power, I'll need the boss. Keep the fleet on alert! The Empire's in retreat! Millennium Falcon and New Giant Deceptor each sold separately, only from Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. Hey, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the break. I know I did. I ate grapes. And then Andrew told me how to rejuvenate raisins into grapes again. And then Lauren said that the only way that this country would ever get healthy was to trick people into thinking they were eating candy and hence cotton candy grapes. I mean, there's truth behind it. Facts. That's that's, that's sad, man. That's sad. Okay, let's dive right in because I think we've got a lot to talk about here and or episode nine episode 10 andrew what do you think it and or i think is the best written star wars material that's ever existed i think wow wow i say wow i I think this show puts kenobi to shame (gasps) and i like i really love kenobi because of basically just because of ewan mcgregor and yeah Hayden Christensen, but I think this show's writing puts that show to shame. Yeah. Kenobi seems like rushed. So like out of movies too, like best writing or just talking to Oh. When you said it, I was shocked, like clutch the pearls. (laughs) I can't disagree though. Mm -hmm. I really can't disagree. You saw Kenobi, correct, Lauren? You did watch it. Okay. So Kenobi felt small in scale. Because I think they were using the volume, so the set pieces felt compact. Andor is massive. It's massive in scope. It's massive in story. It's massive in Star Wars Mm -hmm. lore. It's really building the story behind Star Wars. The, The storytelling that's taking place, the character development that's taking place, is unlike anything we've ever seen. And this is being done by someone who has self declared. Not really a Star Wars fan. Tony Gilroy. Uh, Maybe we find some other people out there that don't like Star Wars and invite them into the fold. Maybe this is what we need to do. What else has he done? Some other stuff. Dope. Is he? Rogue One. Well, I know. (laughs) But before that, wasn't it like. Born. uh, The Born. Okay. Uh, okay. Born, Devil's Advocate. Mm. Nightcrawler. Is that with Keanu Reeves? No, devil's advocate. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and that kind of seems like it. oh Armageddon. So Tony Gilroy is responsible for some of the Bourne's, not all, but some of the Bourne, uh, Jason Bourne series. So there's good storytelling there, but I, I'm not even going to lie. As those movies kept coming out, I lost interest because I. I never saw him. Mission Impossible was more my yeah team. yeah it, exactly yeah I I was I would if you put those two series up against each other I'm gonna go Mission Impossible every time Min. no disrespect to Matt Damon I I just think of the two I'm gonna go with Mission Impossible but that's kind of where Tony Gilroy comes from his world building in Star Wars is impeccable it's amazing what he is doing. Sorry, Andrew, I just took the, the mic right, no, out, <laughs> right right away from you. Go, uh, go right ahead. I think other than just the world building, it's the actual storytelling and 
uh, sometimes I think movies and shows are afraid to let tension build. I think this is what a perfect example of how to let that tension rise naturally. Yeah. Especially in episode nine is a perfect example of that because early in the episode, I think uh, the prisoners are all getting word that something happened on a lower level. They don't know what happened, but something serious happened. Yeah. Over the course of the episode, they learn what happened, are sort of trying to figure out why, Mm -hmm. and then by the end of the episode, it's... Well, they figure out why it happened. Do I, do I want to spoil it? Or just... well, so we're going to spoil this mostly for Lauren. Yeah, um, I, that's fine. It, if you don't want to hear it, I don't know, just stick your fingers in your just... ears and scream for the next seven minutes. That's Because that's good podcasting. So they're in a prison. Okay. Um, and they're separated into rooms. And in those rooms, they're separated into teams, and the teams are surrounding tables, okay? So you've got, let's say you've got seven tables per room, ten rooms per floor, mm-hmm. eight floors in Jeez. this prison, okay. okay? So the rooms are, they're all doing the same task, right? They're all building this thing. We, we're not really sure what this thing is. Okay. I have a theory. I don't know what it is. We'll come back to it. I have a theory. A lot of people are saying Death Star parts. My theory mm. is different. Uh, so they are either punished or, uh, commended based on their productivity. Uh, is this a thing where like they're given food, like mm-hmm. in the tube, if they, well, do they all well? get food cause they want to keep them healthy and healthy and productive, but the food gets, if you're the winner, the tube food, the tube food gets flavor. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Otherwise it just tastes like feet, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and if you're the loser, you get shocked. And they actually showed that, I think, in yeah. episode nine. They put them in the that middle of the room and just shock them. The floor, them. right? The yeah, floors, yeah. The floors okay. are, are electrified. So we find out that everyone's got a different timestamp. So you've got so many days until your your sentence, sentence is up. Your so, sentence yeah. is served and you, you're basically set free, right? That's Because oh, okay. that's how jail works. Sure. Um, we find out that someone on level two was basically set free quote unquote but moved just moved to another floor so instead of being set free we find out they're not really setting people free they're just moving them somewhere else oh a mistake was made so my theory is um well not my theory my thought process is when you're when your time is up in this facility they take you to some completely different prison to just finish out your days and everyone thinks, oh, they were freed. Mm-hmm. A mistake was made, and instead this person, instead of going to this other completely different place, they got moved to a different floor, and this guy starts making noise like, my time is up, why am I still fucking here? Okay. And they start like a mini riot. They fried the entire floor. Like killed them? Yep. Yes. <gasps> How many men did they say? Like 100 or like 200. 100 oh my just god. Cooked just cooked them. So Andor's floor they're hearing like something happened on level two what happened on level two oh they killed everyone holy shit on a shift and they i think they run like three shifts it's a 24-hour operation so they're okay. running three shifts so they killed a whole shift so now these guys are finding out um android took the mic again damn it go, no, go ahead so uh they figure out a whole floor was fried they don't know why yet um in this andor's 
sort of team, I guess. There's an older guy Aww. who's he's like starting to have like arthritis or something. And, he's and dementia. I yeah, guess. he's having difficulty controlling himself, and it gets worse <laughs> and worse as the episode progresses. Yeah. Eventually, he like passes out basically, mm-hmm. and they call a medic. The medic is a prisoner with. I guess, medical experience who travels to different floors and stuff to help out. Apparently he's not really helping out. He's mostly just putting people down because they can't afford to actually help them. (laughs) Now to this Uh, old guy's uh, defense, he had had a stroke. There really was no helping him. So, um, Andor and the, team leader like the room leader who was played by andy circus played perfectly yeah he's really really good cool um they take the old guy into the hallway the medic comes in and they they know this guy travels floors so they're asking him what happens eventually he tells them that the guy was transferred not released and they're freaking out because the team leader is like not strict but like he's he wants to follow the rules just so he can get out. He doesn't want to mess around. Right. He doesn't have too many days ahead of him. He yeah. just he's his end game is just do the job, get it done, get out, get your time, you know, serve your time and get the. Oh, fuck okay. Out. So now he's freaking out. He might be transferred. Yeah. yeah. Now that he knows he's not going to be let out, he's fully on board with Andor. He wants to escape. Okay. Yeah. And that's how episode nine ends. Oh. Right. So, episode ten is. The, the the prison break basically oh uh andor is so they they say i'm gonna go for my run which i guess that means that's their bathroom break right yeah he goes into the bathroom and he's like, he pulls this panel out of the wall and he's cutting away at a pipe i thought you were gonna right? say he pulls his pants down Sorry. <laughs> he pulls his pants down and takes a big poop uh, he's cutting away at a pipe okay this is part of their breakout plan we don't really know the plan until we see the plan uh he gets to the pipe releases water because the old guy died, they know when someone dies or someone, quote unquote, serves their time and is released, the next day, a new guy is brought to that level to come to the table. Because they got to keep productivity up, right? right. The table needs so They got to replace people. that guy. Okay. Right. So they know when that happens, there's a process for bringing the new person in. When that process happens, that's their chance for the prison break. Okay. Yeah. That makes okay. Sense. Andrew, take it away. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I well, didn't mean to push on the spot. I just, I, I like that you pulls his it. pants down. No, 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 no. no, no. no. We <laughs> talked about that already. Um, Big old poop. So <laughs> they talk about it over the night. They, you know, they make up this plan. They know that there's not nearly enough guards to stop all of them. Twelve guards per floor. Yeah. And there's eight floors. Each floor has like over 100 people. So 96 guards for 800 or more. Say, I think there's like 5,000 people. Say, yeah, they said a ton. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got many, many shifts, many. Yeah. So, yeah, let's let's say 100 guards, maybe, for thousands of inmates. No chance. Yeah. So they know that when this new guy comes in, they have to basically strike. Uh, Andor goes into the bathroom. He's previously he's shown digging at this pipe. So we know a, an escape plan has been formed. Mm-hmm. Um he eventually gets through the pipe. 
um, and water just keeps surging out of it. He's soaked, completely soaked. <laughs> Ew, he comes is out it like clean water or like it's clean, clean water. water okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he comes out of the bathroom with his hair's all wet, his shirt's wet. <laughs> um, the guards are like, "Carry on." Right? Yeah. Right. Pretty much. Um, uh, we should talk about. So whenever the guards need like to control the prisoners, they say on program and all the prisoners okay. will put their hands on their heads yep. and just stand still. Yeah. Um, so uh, the new guards are bringing in new inmate or guards bring in new inmate. Right. They say on program, everyone's putting their hands on their heads, but they all have like some tool or a piece of the part that something they've heavy, something yeah. heavy that they've been you know, building with that they are going to fight with. So the new guy gets on a lift that goes down to the floor where everyone else is at. When the lift is halfway in and or strikes at the sort of elevator part uh-huh. and it stops. Oh, jams it. Okay. And so I think, I think that's just when everyone else starts attacking because the <laughs> elevator starts. So, yeah. like, what about the floor, Well, though? so it's, now there's water everywhere. That kind of makes it worse. Everyone else, it out. yeah, everyone okay, else is freaking out. Yeah. So they go to shock the whole room. Everyone stands on a table. The floor shorts out, right. basically, and they can stand on it now because the power's to the floor is out. Oh, uh, and then they just start throwing everything they can <laughs> at the guards. Okay. It's kind of a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, these, what is it, two guards? They There's do two have guards, guns, yeah. so they are shooting these inmates. Oh, like shit. It's, it's kind of like, oh, please hurry, because yeah. Yeah. you start to see them getting picked off, and they're just throwing you know, as much garbage as they can until a couple of people can climb up, and or is one of them. Finally, they take these guards out. Uh, they take these guards out. Uh, and or sort of exits the room he looks at the guy who's like in control at the control panel yeah. he just shoots that guy <laughs> right. Shit. i love that Andor is like there's no moral compass yeah. here. he just he knows this needs to get done he's doing it uh and then they just basically start heading up towards the command center yep. shooting and releasing floors on their way up mm-hmm. oh wow once they get there they you know the officers in there don't have guns, so they just are able to easily it's, take control of it. And at that point, it's Andor and Kaino, right? Yeah, it's Is Andy Serkis. Is it Kino Circus. or Kaino? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember, but it's Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis. Um, uh, I don't remember which one of them, but one of them shoots one of the three guards. Probably Andor, because he's... Yeah, it's probably Andor. He doesn't fucking care. Uh, to get the other two to focus up and (laughs) (laughs) basically let him know he means business he's trying to get them to shut off the power for the Mm -hmm. whole facility which ends up happening they do and then andor tells andy circus to get on the basically the loudspeaker intercom intercom Intercom. and he's trying to basically convince every floor to riot because the power's out and that ends up happening. That pretty much Everyone is starting to break out. So before we get to the heartbreaking piece here, oh. did you expect in this um, escape plan for there to be a ship involved? I thought that 
word would get out and ships would start coming in. That's what I thought. That was my fear. Yeah. And, and they weren't set up to really defend themselves against that. I was wondering like, is there some kind of shuttle that they know of that, that they were trying to escape on? Turns out the plan is these facilities are, uh, water powered. So they're set in like the ocean or a big lake or some, some large body of water. So the escape plan is to get to where the basically get to level eight, which is the control level, turn off the power. So everyone is now free and then jump into the water and swim to safety. Uh, okay. Okay. When I saw that, I was like, Oh, I thought, you know, maybe we'd get on ships and go somewhere. Cause Andor is a pretty skilled pilot. It seems like that's not the case. Um, they get to like this big um, opening and they all start jumping into the water. Andrew, what happened? Andor and Andy Circus get to the opening and they, they're they like finally at their freedom. Andor looks back at Andy Circus and he says, well, Andy Circus says, I don't know how to swim. Oh my God, no. <laughs> I almost cried. <laughs> oh my god it was so heartbreaking and andrew's like what and he goes i can't swim and there's so many people trying to just get out and get to the freedom people are getting pushed and or gets pushed before he can like continue talking yeah before he can even like okay let's (gasps) maybe let's try a couple things here because you you know maybe we you know a bunch of us jump together and we hold on to you right he gets knocked into the water and we don't even we don't know what what happens (gasps) oh my god we don't even know or kind of so maybe he makes it. I hope he makes it. I, oh man, in a very short time, I come to love that character. Like he was at first, he was like a real hard ass and kind of a dick. And you, you, you come to realize he's just doing his job. He just wants to do his thing yeah. and, and service time and get the fuck out of there. And then when you see that he comes to the realization that, oh shit, I can't when my time it. is up, my time is up. Yeah. They're going to do something to just get rid of me. So he's like, okay, I'm all in on Andor's plan. And when that happens, you're like, oh, hell yeah, we've got an ally here. And he can't swim. So I know you say you want him to make it, but didn't the director say, like, don't get attached? Yes, he did. My guess is that he got pushed out into the water or that he just stayed. I'm hoping that he just stayed on to help people and lived a happy life. And help. I, uh, Andy... Andy Circus, I don't think you made it. He, I, I think he helped as many people as he could, and then reinforcements showed up, and he was probably killed. Uh, that's probably best case scenario. Worst yeah. case scenario is he got bumped because it was everybody was flooding through, yeah, and people were being trampled. You saw that a yeah. couple of times. Ooh. It was just out of control. My, you know, worst case scenario, he got pushed into the water and drowned. That's yeah. terrible. But yeah, that's um. It's episode 10. We've got two more episodes to go. That was the most important parts. There was a little of the uh, oh, yeah, sort yeah. of senator uh, with Mon Mothma. She's still trying to get help with... Oh, so she's trying to get a loan, so... <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> she's trying, yeah. Well, she's trying to access her family money, but the Empire is making it increasingly hard to move funds without raising eyebrows. So one of her old friends sets up a meeting with 
um what how would you describe this guy he's kind like a, of a mob boss basically or yeah this guy's a real dirtbag so he comes to her house they have this meeting you can tell she is not about it at all she is not happy that she's got to do this deal with him yeah. especially when she finds out that the deal kind of hinges on an arranged marriage between the mob boss's son and mon mothma's daughter Oh, she's not into that at all. I say do it because her daughter's a fucking pig yeah. anyway. That that she's, she's such a little bitch. Oh, very yeah. off. Mon Mothma's family sucks. Okay. Um, my opinion. I don't. <laughs> I don't think I'm alone there though. Uh, do you think she's gonna go ahead and take this deal? I hope so. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe this kid is delightful. We don't know. We don't know. Maybe the mob bosses. Son is cool, right? That's what I'm and saying. That's maybe, the only maybe reason he's why he's a cool oh dude. He's the I one that's know. not going to be great out of this outcome with the deal since her daughter's <laughs> such a bitch. She really is, and Mon Mothma's husband's such a cock man. But yeah, that. What else? Anything else happened in episode ten? Uh, I just knew I wanted oh, to cry. The the other guy. I only pay attention to Andor. <laughs> right, but, but the, uh, we get Luthen. Yeah, yeah Luthen. Right. Luthen. He's. So he's trying to uh, get rid of loose ends. Right. Um, he's talking to an old... Oh, so he has a spy in the ISB. Right. IBS. Like a mole. IBS, yeah. <laughs> yeah, who has diarrhea. No, no. <laughs> he... The spy reaches out to him, and it's been like the first time in a like a year or something. Yeah, it was weird. And so he thinks it's a trap. He doesn't know why. They end up meeting. The spy wants out. The spy wants out because he's got a family now. He, yeah, just had a baby. and He just doesn't think it's worth it to risk his like child or something. And Luthen just goes off at him saying he's sacrificed everything for the rebellion. He's got a, just like a litany of things that he has sacrificed. It's ridiculous. And you, I think you get a pretty good glimpse of just how bought in Luthen is. Um, to the point where he tells this mole that, sorry about your luck, you're not getting out. Oh. You're in this. We, and he keeps saying, we took an oath. I would like to see more yeah. of this. What is, what's that meaning? Who took they an They took oath some and, sort of vow to... Yeah. I don't know. It, that was interesting to me. I'd like to know more about that. Tales of the Oath. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he tells this guy, he's, there's no getting out. It kind of sucks for that guy. I get it. Um, I don't know where Luthen's story is going to end. I don't think he's going to survive this series. I don't know. I don't know exactly how. I don't have like a theory as yeah, far as know. you know what what's going to happen. But I don't see him. He might survive this season, but I don't think he's going to survive this series. Oh, yeah, overall. I was going to say they've said there's a season two. So. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. At the very end of the episode, we see Andor and uh, Melshi. Mm. On the beach, they made it to land, and they're running off to somewhere. I, thoughts? Where do you think we're going to go from here? Honestly, I, I don't really know. There's yeah. like a bunch of sort of plot lines that are loosely connected. I'm not really sure where they're going, but I just I'm excited to see where it is. Yeah, it's very cool. I can't I can't uh, predict this show yeah. at all. Every time I think I know what's going to happen some little twist really screws me up so i think i'm just going to give up on that and just ride the wave i i'm really excited about 
this series overall. Lauren, when this is over, please watch it. Yeah. You're like riding the wave and I'm on a boogie board like way far off. Like, I'll get there soon. (laughs) (laughs) You're like a mile from the beach. (laughs) I'm walking there still. I'm like, shit, I'll be there. I get it. For a lot of people, this is maybe a rough watch because there are some episodes where there's little to no action. I think like... This is about to get real deep for a second, but I mm. think in like today's society, we have kind of made it where it's hard to have that attention span. Yeah. Like, I mean, embarrassingly enough, I'm on TikTok like all the time. Like if any video is longer than 10 minutes for me on YouTube or anything like that, I just can't do it. Like wow. I can't pay attention to it anymore, which sucks because I love TV shows and I love binging them and stuff like that. But if they're more than an hour and there's no action i'm like fuck i can't do it the payoff is there for this though yeah so i do i do understand what you're saying yeah. <laughs> and i'm i'm not far from you i am yeah. the same way but it, the payoff is definitely there i think for me it this is also like a personal issue i don't like watching shows as they come out because i am just a very impatient person and I okay. don't want to wait for it. So you want to wait that week to week. Yeah, there's a lot of series that I've like. I'll watch series that people talk about all the time, but I'm usually behind on them because I have to wait for it to be finished, and yeah. then I'll watch all of it. Uh, yeah, I'm very much the same way. Like the um, Walking Dead. I'm trying to get caught back up on the Walking Dead. I stopped sometime um, in season nine. Yeah. And so we're in season eleven now. This is the final season. So I thought I might as well see it through. It's only two seasons, but I didn't want to do it week to week i wanted to wait until it's all out that yeah. way i can watch it at my own speed you know two or three episodes at a time i'm not digging what i'm seeing let's make no mistakes there but i'll finish it through yeah that's one of them too i stopped because like i it had been out for a while and i started it and i got to season four i think and then just i knew they kept coming out and i was like i can't like i just <laughs> need to wait because i also heard bad things but like i mean yeah, there's a lot of shows where I've just I've waited. Um, American Horror Story is a big one for me. Like that's one of my favorite shows of all time, oh and it's goodness. it's huge. Like people talk about it weekly when it comes out, but I'm always like, okay, I'll catch up in two months when it's out on Hulu because I can't, yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. So and, I'll get there. Andrew, do you feel that way? Like when you watch an episode on Wednesday, are you like, ugh, I need more? Or are you okay with the week-to-week experience? I like the week-to-week experience, but really? I, I I don't like waiting. But yeah. I am oh, I'm happy to wait because the show is good. It's worth the wait. Okay, yeah. I think. Yeah, it. I would totally agree. It is definitely worth it. I it's, think whew, I I did it with Obi Wan. I waited week to week, but Obi Wan was a big part of my life. Like I yeah. wanted that. What happened after? Like that. I don't know. I that I could do it for Obi-Wan, but for Andor, like I don't think I had enough care for that yeah. character for me to have that. How much do you how what is your opinion of Rogue One? I maybe I, maybe that's something we should look into. I remember liking it. I don't remember that much of it, honestly. Hmm. Um I do remember liking the droid strictly because and Brian and I quote this all the time of like you are being rescued. Do not surrender. Congratulations. <laughs> You're being rescued. rescued. Or do not resist. Do, do not resist. Um, and then I remember liking... 
there's like a dog creature thing, but it has a gun. Oh my god, he's barely in it. Good lord. I liked I him. That. Okay. <laughs> I liked him. But yeah, I mean, I remember liking it. I remember thinking it was it was very well done and beautiful. Yeah. But then at the end, it was weird because the whole story, you're like, oh, this is awesome. And, and you know, this is great. And you get to the end and you're like, fuck. Oh, my God. They all die. And they you kind of forget die. that. They like, you know the story when you go into it because we heard it in A New Hope. Leia talks right. about everyone is dead. They got these plans and they're mm-hmm. dead. You get to the end of this movie and you're like, holy shit. This is it. They're dead. These are the people. These are the people. So to, I was, oh my God, that was like devastating to me, but I'm also the idiot that fell for it. Um, <laughs> Same season. So yeah, I remember liking it. I just don't, I think that's one of the ones I'll have to rewatch because I just don't remember that much. I absolutely recommend you you watch Rogue One before you start Andor. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll fully admit that um, I, I love Andor. It's one of my favorite Star Wars movies. Uh, it's absolutely my favorite Disney Star Wars movie, and/or was absolutely not my favorite character. Like I coming no. out of that, I was like, eh, I could take him or leave him. Yeah. What was the, what was her name? Jin Erso. Jin Erso. Yeah. 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 I really liked her. I loved K Two S O. Oh my god. Uh, uh, um. Oh my god. I can't remember the names. The blind guy. I'm one with Cheer the force. And- plays yeah yeah okay they were you know they were a lot of fun comic relief i guess sobbed Sobbed um saw i love saw but you know he came from the clone wars so Mm. um i don't like his character but i like uh the actor i don't know force whitaker yeah i like i thought he did a pretty good job so i i was more into all of that and andor was just kind of there for me so now seeing the series kind of gives me that love for the character uh, and I'm a little more appreciative. So I think Diego Luna does a really good job at like he's really good. He is. I I had no idea. Like yeah. like I said, I didn't appreciate him in Rogue One, but man, he's getting it done in Andor for sure. They should do another season. <laughs> I'd like to see a follow. up I'd like to see Rogue Two and see where he goes yeah. from there. <laughs> okay. What if? They survived. <laughs> what if? I don't know how that would work, survived. but you know. I just had to look him up because I want to know what his background is. And he was in like Narcos. So. Which I, I, I know I saw the first season or two of that, which was good. But I don't remember him from it. So Rogue One is probably yeah. the first thing I remember him from. But he's in, It's more of like Spanish. He wasn't the standout for me. But he clearly loves Star Wars. He's one of the executive producers of Andor. So. I love what he's doing. We and need more people like him and Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. But the sad thing is, after season two of this, it's over. Pretty he's much. really got nowhere else to go because yeah. he dies in Rogue One. I mean, that's I'm okay with that though. Like, I'm okay with it, but it's sad for him because yeah. he does love Star Wars. Yeah. So you know, that's just that's the end of his involvement. But whatever, I'm loving it. Two more episodes to go of this season, and then we got a little break before uh, Bad Batch starts. Um, I don't I, know what's going to happen. But I will again be no help. <laughs> I will make one single prediction right now and say the very last episode, season or season one, episode 12, we will get not K2SO, but we will get the droid that becomes K2SO. Oh, I wait, think. wait, wait. Hold on. You didn't talk about your theory about what they're building. Oh, right. oh, that's right. Okay. Where are we at? 31 minutes. Okay. Real quick. Do you go? Do you know who Grand Admiral Thrawn is, Lauren? Name sounds familiar. I don't. Okay, he was never in anything live action. You know who Thrawn yeah. is, right? Yeah. Okay, so 
it was there was a competition between um not Galen or so oh my god Krennic Krennic Director and Thrawn Krennic. okay yeah. so Krennic was all about the Death Star. That was his initiative. Okay. Thrawn had the TIE Defenders Defender, yeah. initiative, which was a three-winged TIE fighter, right? Mm-hmm. My theory is that the parts that they're building are actually parts to the solar panels for the TIE Defenders. The prison break is just another setback for Thrawn. And he's like, well, shit, now, you know, I can't, I was hoping to, you know, get a bunch of these parts together so I could, put together some TIE Defenders so I could prove to the Emperor that these TIE Fighters were what we needed to be focusing on instead of this big stupid Death Star. It's a theory. I don't think it's a Death Star part. It could be nothing. It could just be... Another theory I had was on level 5 where Andor is, they're putting these parts together and then the next day the parts go to the level 4 and their job is to take the parts... (laughs) Oh, so they don't mean anything. They're just giving them bullshit tasks. Right. So it's just like the military. Dig a hole, fill a hole. Dig a hole, fill a hole. That would be so like disheartening to find out, okay, we're moving you to level four. What's my job? Take this thing apart. That's awesome. Are you fucking kidding me? That's such a jackass move too. Like just put them in a fucking prison. Right. Like why? Why give them a task? Well, I mean this way, free labor. For what? Amusement. Well, for that, yeah, there's no reason. So, you know, maybe there's no, there's that doesn't hold water but yeah I, I just thought that would be you know for them to find that out like are you kidding me that's what we worked so hard for just to take it for so these other teams can take them apart uh. <laughs> oh golly okay uh two more episodes that's the end of this season i'm loving where we're at i'm, I'm so happy with andor really happy with andor it's the best star wars i think we've gotten yeah I think your prediction was right about Andor. Yeah. You said it would be you know, like blow people away, but because there was no expectation. Yeah. Nobody knew what to expect. Um, okay. Let us know what you guys think. If you agree with any of my theories, if uh, you think we're just full of shit, whatever, <laughs> if you like something that we didn't mention, if you dislike something that we did mention, let us know. You can reach out to us in social media at the force of course on Instagram and Facebook. You can also email the show directly at theforceofcourse77 at gmail.com. The music here playing us out is from Closed on Sunday. You can check them out on YouTube and Instagram. They have some really cool stuff going on there. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. This has been The Force of Course, your not-so-bite-sized Star Wars podcast. My name is Ted. I'm Andrew. I'm Lauren. And as always, play with your toys. <laughs>